Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. Our Seattle Seahawks were back in action. It was just for a mock game, but it was great to see them on the field. And I hope you saw some of the YouTube highlights. I guess the biggest highlight was probably the Puna Ford scoop and score on defense. And it sounds like the first team defense did well in this mock game. You had the score from Puna Ford, which apparently came on a pitch from Geno Smith. Going off the report here from Bob Condota of the Seattle Times, it was a pitch to Josh Johnson. Puna able to pick up the fumble and take it in for the touchdown. Other stats on the day, Russell Wilson was 13 for 20 for 196 yards. 3 for 4 for 64 yards on the first drive. And the highlight there was a 45-yard pass to DK Metcalf going up against Gavin Heslip. Chris Carson was the only one to score a touchdown on the day for the offense, a one-yard touchdown. He had some rushing yards as well, but they weren't live tackling, so uh, I don't even know if it's worth really reporting on the actual rushing yards. Okay, 39 yards. Geno Smith on the day, 6 of 13 for 72 yards. After the mock game, we heard from Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson about their thoughts on the offense, as well as Dwayne Brown's contract situation. Carroll commented on what he liked about the Seahawks' offensive performance on Sunday. I like the rhythm uh, uh, that we played with. Um, I, th I thought it was really obvious that we were moving, uh, moving the rhythm and, and, and uh, adjusting it as we went. Um, and that takes, that's what all of the work has been done between uh, Shane and, and the offensive coaches and, and, and the offensive players, and particularly Shane and Russ, you know, and, and uh, um, both of them felt really good about what we were able to do today. We, we did a lot of stuff. You know, we didn't just play it real, just vanilla. We did a lot of stuff inside of the, the mentality of it, and, and it, was, it was really uh, fun to see that. There was also some injury news regarding players who sat out of the mock game due to injuries sustained earlier in the week. Yeah, just an unfortunate day yesterday, uh, right near the end of practice, um, Jamarco's back spasmed up and it's going to be a couple days for that to loosen up. That, that's not an injury as much as it's, you know, he's in discomfort right now. Um, uh, Tommy uh, did a groin, you know, a little groin thing in, in uh, pass rush and uh, Cedric, uh, Cedric uh, has a bicep strain that we have to figure out what that's all about. Continuing on with injuries, here's Pete's update on Rashad Penny as well as a few others. Yeah, um, he's got a, a thigh thing that just just a little bit. He, he ran and feels fine. Uh, we're just being cautious. We were cautious with a couple guys, DJ Reed and some other guys. Uh, um, DJ, there's a number of guys we're real cautious with um, not to press it right now. Fun to see one of those as well. Um, yeah, he, he did feel the hammy that, that slowed him up early uh, two days ago. And... Uh, I think the day before yesterday. And uh, so he, we got to watch that one because it's, it's something that has been re-aggravated. And so I, we don't know how serious that is at this point. He doesn't feel like it is. And so maybe a couple more days. But, you know, hamstrings, can, they can get naggy if, if, we, if, we don't, if we're not really smart. So we got to be careful there. Did DJ read hamstring too? Um, he, it was groin. And finally, a piece of news from the press conference was that Coach Carroll and Russell Wilson both had a little bit to say about Dwayne Brown's contract situation. Um, Dwayne and I are doing great in, in, in our conversations about stuff. He's been he's been great, and uh, he, he's he's got he's making a statement. You know, he's he's making a statement and, and uh, about what he feels and he's, he needs to have happen. So, uh, do you think he'll miss any games? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that. 
he, he's not going to play in preseason. He wasn't going to, so um, it's not going to make a difference right now. And here's what Wilson had to say about making sure Dwayne Brown is all set to go for this season. I mean, not having Dwayne Brown out there is, a, you know, pretty pretty significant deal uh, because I think he's one of the best left tackles in the game. You know, I just there's no arguing. I think he's, uh, you know, as good as it gets. There's nobody more athletic, uh, more talented than he is. Um, you know, age is just a number. <laughs> you know, uh, he's 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 he looks like he's 28, 30 out there. You know, he's really exceptional. So smart and um, physical. Uh, understands the game and I think people fear him you know just be honest with you you know when they're when they're rushing him and playing against him so uh, we definitely want to be able to get him back out there you know and and, uh, we got to figure that out because uh, you know he's we, we need Dwayne Brown and if you're just now hearing about this for the first time these comments are coming following a report earlier this week about Dwayne Brown's discontent with his contract situation he only has one year left on his deal he wants to play multiple years beyond this season and for a player who is going to be 36 years old at the end of the month, I think there's a couple ways you can look at it. You can be excited that a player of Dwayne Brown's talent is looking to play beyond this year. We know Walter Jones was retired, I believe, at this point in his career. So if Dwayne can stick around for a couple more years, maybe have some Andrew Whitworth type years left in him, then I am all for having Dwayne Brown sign for multiple years beyond this one. We will wait and see what happens with that leading up through the next couple weeks. And there's still some time to get the deal worked out before the regular season. Pete Carroll said it's not like he was probably going to play in the preseason anyway. Dwayne Brown, he can lace him up the week of that first game of the season. And I think we'll be just fine. Moving back to feelings on the offense. Russell Wilson said the mock game went incredibly well for him and for offensive coordinator Shane Waldron. Uh, I thought we did really a uh, great job on offense, especially when the ones were out there were really moving the ball well. Um, I think you guys saw how fast we were playing up, up at the line of scrimmage and everything else um, with the tempo and just using all of our packages, using all of our, our guys. We've got so much talent out there. I thought the line did a great job, a lot of protection in there. Uh, DK on that deep go ball was pretty amazing. Um, uh, you had some other key plays in there too as well. That were really sweet. Chris Carson ran it well. Um, that was a really efficient day with just everybody making plays and everybody touching the football. So I uh, felt really good about it. I thought the defense looked good too. And, um, you know, so it was, it was a really good day. I thought Shane called a great game. Um, we're really connected, which is good. And you know, I think we can, I think we can be the number one offensive football. I mean, I don't see why not. Um, you know, it's, uh, we're up for it. We're ready. Uh, we were really good last year, you know, and had a lot of great things that we did last year. Um, but we can be even better. And I think that, uh, you know, for us, just the, watching the maturation of DK, watching them, uh, obviously just continual growth of Tyler Lockett, it's been really, I mean, he's one, one of the best receivers in football for the past several years. Um, and then add, adding Gerald, uh, a true playmaker in, in the sense. And, and Disley, um, he's feeling really confident right now. I'm really excited for his season, what he's got in store. Uh, Colby too as well he's had a really really great training camp you guys have seen him all over the field in practice I mean he's doing a great job uh, our running backs obviously Chris Carson what he can do um, I, I believe he's the best in the game and so uh, I think for us is you know trying to find different ways to get him the football so um, I think the thing for us is uh, you know just really executing uh, executing all the details um, you know being aggressive you know and that, that and that means in every opportunity whether it's a run game pass game whatever it is but you know having that aggressive mentality hey every time we touch the ball we're scoring you know and so I think that sense is, is really key in that tempo and that that that, uh, that 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 aggression you know going after the defense and finally the question that we've been hearing about all week asked of players Russell Wilson, gets to take his turn at answering at this time. 
Who does Russ think his funniest teammates are? Funniest teammates, man. Freddie Swain's one of them. Uh, Freddie's always cracking up and making guys pe- people laugh. Um, let's see here. There's there's some other guys, but Freddie Freddie's definitely one one on the top of the list. Um, DK's pretty funny too. You know, he he's always making jokes. And now I'm officially disappointed that back to back, no mention of Nick Ballore. He's kind of letting me down. It, it was fun to hear him those first two times, and I thought it would continue. Now I'm disappointed. But uh, you can check out some of the other headlines from the mock game, including news on positioning and standout performances from that mock game up at fieldgoals.com. We're going to be back later this week to talk more Seahawks football. A big thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. You can follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. You can follow me at Seahawkers Pod. And until next time, go Hawks.